1: Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I heard the other day that SeaBus are building a new future. What's that all about? Well... C-Bus are investing in heaps of new projects, creating thousands of jobs for workers like us. And when you spend your pay at the bakery, you're boosting local business and the economy. Yeah, yeah, okay, I get it, I get it. Come on, I'm starving. Of course you are. <laughs> C-Bus, for all of us. To consider if C-Bus is right for you, go to cbussuper.com.au for a PDS. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. That's the final word, in India Daily. Day one of the Adelaide Test match, Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon. Just thrilled to see you through the Zoom screen, Jeff, sitting there in the grandstand, the southern stand, if you like, at Adelaide Oval Mm -hmm. uh, after the first day between India and Australia. One for the purists, as they say, and I'm going to get you to tell me all about it in 30 seconds.
0: In 30 seconds, uh, India scored too slowly. (laughs) There's six for 233 on the first day after electing to bat, which was a pretty big win of the coin toss, but there's some brilliant bowling by Australia's fast bowlers through the first session meant they just couldn't really get away Pajara batted for a long time and kept them out. Coley ended up making 74 but got run out wastefully and a couple of wickets fell at the end but they've managed to get to the end of the day without too much damage through the night session.
1: All right, I'll pay it, I'll pay it, about 30 seconds. Let's talk about that run out before we do anything else if there's one moment from today we're going to still be talking about in a year's time or certainly in a month's time, Mm. it'll be that run out, that barbecue effort from Rahane with Coley. The hand to Rahane's face and that wave, that acknowledgement oh sorry mate. That's going to be, I, I fear, a defining image of this series.
0: Yeah, I mean, Collie makes hundreds. That's what he does. He puts his pants on one leg at a time, and when his pants are on, he makes hundreds. So you, you don't <laughs> want to stop him making a hundred. You don't want to cut him short. And, and Rahane should know better than anyone that you don't set off unless you... Like, if you set off... Coley's going to go from the other end. He will go flat-chat and he'll go so fast that he can't possibly turn around and get back. So if you've started for a half-single that's not really there, you've got to keep going. And and Rahane had to commit and didn't. And had he committed, at least he would have run himself out instead of the um, the captain and probably better player. Yeah, what's that cut-copy song? Yes, no, maybe.
1: There was a little bit about that uh, when he fell. The score was, at the time, Like I was blogging at that exact moment for the Guardian, I'm like, they were... 10 overs away from really making this a problematic day for Australia. I mean, had they found a way to be the two men out there when the new second new ball arrived, mm. it could be a very different conversation that we're having. But 2.33 for six at the close, it's hard to interpret it as anything other than Australia's day because of the slower scoring rate. Maybe I'm being too harsh on India there. Maybe it's honours even because they managed to get through and didn't completely collapse in a heap with Ashwin and Saha in the last quarter of an hour, half an hour, whatever it worked out to be. But I mean, until that point, because the tempo was so slow with the exception of when Rahane went up the gears either side of the tea break, Australia's economy rate was so strong. And that's Hazelwood with maidens. It's Cummins with maidens. It's Mm. Lyon just being fantastic, as he often is on day one. It's Cameron Green playing a role immediately in the baggy green. They did really nicely today.
0: Yeah, I think Australia's bowling was... Brilliant. It was an an absolute concerted effort and they all worked together and worked really well. But I, I reckon India did come out of it. I think that last 20 minutes or so was important because they could have slid away and been bowled out, but they've got a chance to now come out tomorrow. And even if they only add, you know, 30 or 40 to that score, this is the kind of score that was competitive last time. In 2018, you know, they made 250 odd in the first innings and it ended up being enough because there was enough in the wicket for the Indian bowlers to do damage when they had their turn with the pink ball so that's where I think this match is at the moment it could be similar to that 2018 game where maybe they get up to you know 280 or so and that'll be enough to make them very competitive in the game because there's there's such thick dense grass on this wicket and there's so much movement and life with that pink ball
1: Rahane, after running out his captain, ended up burning a review uh, not long after the second new ball was taken. Granted, they do have three reviews, and to an extent, it was Coley who was the beneficiary of a bad decision earlier on. Despite the fact that Payne could go upstairs three times unsuccessfully, he elected not to when Coley was on 16. There was clearly a mark on the glove, although not a howler or anything like it. It was Mm. a very, very faint mark that Matthew Wade identified at short leg, and Payne couldn't hear it. Thus, he, he he declined to go upstairs at a time when in hindsight, you say, why didn 't you do it with three reviews?" But nonetheless, I suppose it it was, wasn't the most fluent innings of Rat Colley 's career, but as you say, he, he seems to find a way to make three figures when getting through tough periods, and he'd done that, and as I say, after tea, he and Rahane were building an imposing stand, and to fall
0: when he did ah. Oh. Yeah, I was I was just saying thanks before to the excellent cleaning staff who were like very helpfully cleaning around me because I'm in their way um, sitting down in the seating bowl trying to record <laughs> this show thanks guys but it, it it was there was that frustration that you know Kohli had got through and done the hard work and you always feel like a run out to waste but never so much as in this kind of situation with that sort of player and and the centrality to you know the role that he plays for India with the bat so they did throw away that opportunity to, you know, maybe go to a 300 and something score rather than a a 200 and something, but... They also could have, I mean, that wicket could have fallen a dozen other times. Pajara, who we mentioned earlier, like, batted for a long time, did that thing that he does, soaked up a huge amount of excellent bowling, but also could have been out half a dozen times to Nathan Lyon. He kept fending the ball away, just shy of the bat pad catches, managed to have some fortune there. They had the short leg in for a long time with the quicks bowling, um, with Cummins attacking the body and Mitchell Stark, and quite a few catches nearly went to hand at short leg, and so in a lot of ways, India had their fortune on the first day as well and and couldn't really feel hard done by
1: yeah that's how Pajara got out caught around the corner taken by Lavishane from the bowling of line who I mentioned did so well especially early I want to talk about Agarwal Mark Agarwal's dismissal Pat Cummins if you watch the replay back and you sort of see the analysis they did on the television coverage he bowled so well to him in a shoebox time and time and time again. And then it was the one that cut back, went through the defence, which wasn't sufficient. Looked that off stump, I think, from memory. He's gone for 17, which was the second wicket in the morning session. But it spoke to Pat Cummins Day, I thought. We're not going to look back and say, well, what did he take? He's won for 42 overnight. It doesn't stand out. It's not striking in terms of his analysis. But so many maidens early on. He put in the groundwork alongside
0: Josh Hazelwood to make the whole thing possible. If it was striking, he'd be an Adelaide striker. Uh, but it was, it wasn't quite the Joe Root ball because you know it, it didn't sort of have that angle in and cut away. It pitched just outside off stump and moved in, and it it nailed sort of off and, and the top of middle. And what was interesting here at the ground was you could see that the uh, the leg bail went about forty five metres. <laughs> From the top of the stumps, it absolutely flew down to fine leg. Like it just took off, and you saw it soaring through the air. And in the end, Lyon had to come down near the boundary to field it, like he was going to, you know, collect a, a ball that had rolled away for leg buyers. I mean, that is fast bowling, wet dream stuff um, to have that one to, that carves back in and then the stumps slide up. So that's the kind of thing that Pat Cummins does. He was just relentless. He was at them, at the body, made them play more than anyone. You know, Hazelwood was outside off stump quite a bit, and they weren't always having to play but Cummins had to play at everything and Stark you know he's the leading wicket taker in pink ball history had 42 coming into this game and and added more today
1: yeah let's talk about Stark in a bit I reckon he'll be our player of the day not to give anything away but last but not least Cam Green first day as a test cricketer I reckon when I watched him play in the tour games Jeff I thought look I understand why he's been effective at shield level he's tall gets plenty of bounce but you know he bowls about 128 or so thought I The speed gun has a very different interpretation. That has him above 140 consistently. The carry he was getting, the shape away from the right-hander, how often he hit the seam, his beautiful action with both feet off the floor after he delivers the ball I mean we haven't seen him bat for Australia yet but it was such a and I know he's there principally as a batsman at number Mm. six but what a luxury for Tim Payne it's as though he's found a legitimate fourth seamer overnight
0: yeah um, and you know yeah his first over was in the 130s and then got up into the 140s pretty swiftly after that and got a decent amount of lift and to bounce yeah. out of, out of this. Wicked. It was the carry, wasn't it? Yeah. And so there was that that steeple to it that made it difficult to deal with. So that was uh, that was what Green brought. Those different lengths that each of those bowlers is able to produce to, to keep the batsman guessing. And you know Stark with that ability to bowl full and and then Nathan Lyon. I mean, if we're going to go to it, if your player of the day is going to be. Mitchell Stark. I reckon mine's Nathan Lyon. I don't think I've seen him bowl better than that. He he had one of those spells where every ball he bowled felt like a threat. It felt like mm, he might take a yeah. wicket just about every ball and it was spitting in. At, it was when uh, when Pajara and Coley were batting together and they'd been there for ages and neither of them looked comfortable against him. Either of them looked like they could conceivably get out in any over that he bowled. You know, They didn't look on top of his bowling at any stage, and I thought that was prodigious on day one with the pink ball.
1: Yeah, but I think we have to give the lick of the ice cream to Mitchell Stark on the basis that he picked up, proved sure, we didn't mention that he picked up a wicket, second ball of the test, but it's very rare that you you see that, and then fourth delivery after taking the second new ball, so he only bowled 16 overs out of the first 80, Hmm. and that was strategic in order to give him run in the legs for the final stanza, it worked perfectly, fourth ball back, picks up a Jinka Rahane leg before wicket, so he finishes with two for 49, Caps the day wonderfully and is the principal reason why Australia are in such a strong position, I think. I mean, there could have been a stronger position. They, they could have uh, gone on to, uh, you know, run through the tail before the close of play tonight. But Mitchell Stark, I think, is our c super player of the day.
0: I'll let you have it this time because it's the first episode of the Final Word India Daily. Let's take our phenomenal mid-show break and then we'll be back for the final four minutes of power. A word about our sponsors, Seabus Super. Via the medium, of former Australian captain, Michael Clarke. Um, Adam, I know that you remember well the innings that Michael Clark played in South Africa in 2014 in Cape Town.
1: Yes, one of his masterpieces against South Africa, batting on with a broken shoulder against
0: Mornay Morkel, doing it for his country. But, I mean, it went on for a long time, right? It was one of those barrage bombardment sort mm. of things.
1: Yes, that's right. Yeah, I think he batted for about a day and a half, and it was uh, a defining
0: innings and a defining test match in his career and indeed modern Australian cricket history. And you know we talk about it because maybe he should have retired hurt but instead he went on to make 161 (laughs) and didn't get out and everyone said oh Mornay Malka roughed you up and he said well it didn't get me out. You know so it was significant. I'm looking forward to the lesson you're about to tell me here Jeff. Well the lesson is that this is similar to what CBUS have been telling us. We're not financially clever people but CBUS have been telling us about volatility in the market. They've been saying that times may be tough uh, in Europe. Superannuation market now. But if you ride it out like Michael Clark, the market should eventually bounce back.
1: Well, and that's shown by the fact that over the last thirty-six years, C Bus' My Super Option has returned an average of eight point
0: nine eight percent over that time. That's like a Mitchell Stark bowling average. That's fantastic. 8.98%. So consider CBUS. You can visit cbussuper.com.au slash the final word. We have our own page on CBUS. You can go and check us out there. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. That's what you have to be aware of. You can consider if CBUS is right for you by going to that website, cbussuper.com.au. Get a PDS and work out what is going to work for you. India Daily Day One at Adelaide
1: Oval. Jeff, we have to populate the Hall of Fame with Mm. our first entry today. Now, you've been at the ground, I've been in the hotel room. For the third time I've said this will be the final podcast I recording quarantine. During the final session I heard my fellow uh, uh, well, what would I call them? My, my fellow, not cellmates, there's a word for this, but anyway, inmates. everyone that was down the corridor inmates, that's the word, they were all cheering as they were walking out of their room but we're going to wait until 4am so we can get a flight um, tomorrow morning to Adelaide where I'll join you and we'll be recording together. But you being there, you were best placed to tell us who's going to join the Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, what goes into the Hall of Fame today, it's a tough one because it's not always about the best performance. It's about the the nicest thing that happened uh, today. I think, for me, arriving at the ground on an electric rental scooter, I haven't done that to go to a test <laughs> match before, that's... <laughs> that's, that's got to be an option. Is I, it in there? <laughs> um, I think, I think that, you know, the leg veil that nearly made it to the boundary is probably a pretty good option. I think the the, the fact that Stark went through Prithby Shaw's defence, the second ball of the test match, that, I mean, all that anticipation, all that build-up, all the talking up of Stark with the pink ball, and the the first one he gets sort of shapes in a bit and Prithby Shaw blocks it. The second one shapes in even more. Prithby Shaw tries to block it uh, in the same way, gets an inside edge onto the stumps. I that was some that was some pretty fierce bowling. What do you reckon out of those three?
1: I think it's got to be the electric scooter. I mean, we, we've uh, we've had swimming pools in the Hall of Fame before, but yep. I, I mean, I, I now I'm looking forward even more to being in Adelaide because I'll join you on one of those scooters. We'll scoot in together over the footbridge on one of the days uh, that follow in this Test Match So The electric scooter is in the Hall of Fame. Jeff. before we um, say goodbye tonight at Adelaide Oval, let's cast forward. Australia bowled 89 overs mm. today, so they fell one short of their allotment, but it does mean they start with a, a pretty new pin ball but we know historically when you return on day two if you're still batting, I mean remember three years ago Sean Marsh got through that tough session before the close after Mm. Australia lost a couple of wickets in the final session as per what India did tonight and and he cashed in and Australia did really well so India should look at that as their
0: example. And Ravi Ashwin with the bat is an entertainment machine. I was sitting with a friend of the show Bharat Sundarason who was just cackling and and laughing with joy at some of the shots that Ravi Ashwin played. There was Imagine he
1: got caught at Imagine he gets caught at fine leg oh. with four minutes to go. By the way, he—I he, mean—that was bonkers, but beautiful. Maybe it should have been a, a contender for the Hall of Fame, but that was uh, one moment before the end of play. I'm like, imagine the reception he would have received from Coley if Josh Hazelwood's underneath that one and gets caught with four minutes before
0: stumps mm. A little, like, flip-pull over um, deep-backward square leg for, for six. Why not? <laughs> porque no los dos. Uh, porque <laughs> no los seis. So, that's what Ravi Ashram picked up with the six at the end of the day. So, looking forward to seeing him. Riti Sahar Sahar is, is a fighter. So, hopefully, we see a bit of a partnership from those two tomorrow um, and that gets India up to something um, that, that'll that be competitive, I think. I reckon even if they get to 260, 280 it could be competitive, given the conditions we've got.
1: Right, that's it. It's been the final word, India Daily. We can't wait to do this every single day of the series. Tell your mates if they haven't heard the final word before, this is a nice bite-sized way to get involved. And Jeff, I'll be with you tomorrow at lunchtime at Adelaide Oval if if on a scooter.
0: You know what I, meant, I had to go about it